Any advice given on Unity FM relating to health conditions must be verified by your doctor. General diet and physical and spiritual well-being is discussed on shows, but this is general only. If you have any medical condition or need medical advice, please consult a doctor. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Parenting Hour. You're tuned in to Unity FM 93.5, the heart of the city. Welcome all to, also to our Luton listeners tuned in on Inspire FM 105.1. Hope, inshallah, you're enjoying your day down in Luton as well as all our listeners here in Birmingham and that if you are going home, you are driving safely, inshallah. If you want to email, the email address is studio at unityfm.net. My name is Kathleen Rochnagy. I'm your host for the next hour with you here on Parenting Hour. And this evening, uh, mashallah, we've got another very important topic to be talking about because there's a lot of health topics coming up in the news these days um, and things that we want to make our listeners aware of. And this is a topic that affects the family, um, every family. Every family discusses at some stage, I am sure. And it's about contraception. So as a couple, as a married couple, what should you be doing or what information would you like to know or what information would you like to consider or have you ever considered these topics or explored what does contraception mean to you as a family? How can I plan our families? How can I be doing this effectively? Well, this evening we're going to be talking around that topic, uh, inshallah. And if you find that you are in the car traveling home or you are at home and that there is uh, people that are tuned into this that you don't feel it is appropriate for them to hear about, that maybe you should turn off or... um, turn to another channel or listen to something else while this program is on for this hour. Um, We felt it is a very important topic to bring to you today. And we've got Dr. Alfia from the Heartlands Hospital. Isn't that right, mashallah? Welcome to the studio. As-salamu alaykum. Wa alaykum as-salam. Alhamdulillah, I'm really happy to join uh, Sister Kathleen uh, for this topic. Um, I hope it will be useful for all of you. I'm sure it will be very, very useful because, you know, something is something that a lot of our communities don't talk about. Um, and we know that from doing different workshops up and down the country. And there are certain topics. And when it comes to kind of family planning or family life or marital or things like that, or private things, uh, people are a little bit shy about doing it and maybe some communities more than other communities um, but our Islam is not telling us this our Islam has everything pulled out in our, the Quran and the Son of the Prophet and we know information is power information is something that we can deal with information we need to know it um, to make decisions ourselves and that's for everything in life I mean what school do you send your child to if you don't have the information about different schools uh, whether I want to send them to school or home education first if you don't know what's the difference or what is your um, requirements here living in the UK and then what is your rights as an individual and as a Muslim how can you make a decision about that so we need to be able to discuss these topics to try and help our communities to be able to make informed decisions um, because for some people they may have had a lot of children one after the other and they may be given leaflets when they go to a hospital or clinic and and then find out this information from other people but not from an Islamic perspective like what we're doing today and you know it's important to to know this and who do you go to talk to about this I don't don't know if people go to talk to a sheikh about this but I, I hope they would as well 
Yeah. People find this topic very difficult and usually they don't come up and they don't discuss it with anybody. Um, for small health problems, people do go to their GP. But when it comes to contraception, unfortunately, NHS doesn't provide the uh, like straight away service, although there are lots of family planning um, uh, facilities in the community. Mm -hmm. But people don't go to it because I think it is still associated with a stigma or something mm -hmm. that people think that you know going to a family planning clinic is uh, something or it might be the cultural problem mm -hmm. uh, in the uh, cultural uh, thing that mm -hmm. going to family planning uh, clinic is something considered as you know not doing the right thing so people mm -hmm. ask they don't go and people don't get this information uh, when they need it mm -hmm. people are confused about it so mm -hmm. sometimes uh, while I'm working uh, people do come and after having the whole discussion about the problem, they come and ask this question, you know, what can I do about it? Because mm -hmm. they have always been confused. Oh, I can't use this because this is not allowed or this is haram. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think we need to know more about it and, you know, get a bit of better picture uh, what is permissible and why it's permissible mm -hmm. and what is not permissible and why it's not permissible. Um, contraception itself, uh, like what we say is preventing children or, or deliberately preventing having a child mm -hmm. and we as Muslim because we think that Islam encourage procreation mm -hmm. so it's a blanket rule that you can't use any kind of contraception it's haram to use any kind of contraception but if you look into the broader picture it's not like that mm -hmm. because it depends what you're doing and why you are doing it so if you look into the details sometimes contraception is something which is permissible, which is encouraged when there is issues to the mother's health, mm -hmm. when she getting pregnant. There are some conditions, some heart conditions, some uh, lung conditions, where actually, m if mother gets pregnant, she can die. So it's a yes. It, uh, it could be that serious, and in that case, mm -hmm. uh, some kind of contraception, which like the permanent contraception, uh, people say it's permissible because it's preventing that mom from dying. I, I definitely agree with you. I remember when I was working in Saudi Arabia in, uh, as a midwife out there, we had a few cases of um, women who were very ill with cardiac problems and uh, not alone that they were getting contraception there. But we, I remember a case in particular, this case came in and she was pregnant and they had to go and get two doctors to come and see her. But it was life threatening that if for her, if she was allowed to go and continue with this pregnancy and with two doctors signing paper and everybody was involved, the Sheikh and the scholars, and they knew that they actually had to do an abortion, which we don't talk about also um, in, in progress. But in that case, her life, it was deemed more important than her new pregnant baby and they had to do an abortion because she would have definitely died and she had children at home and the doctors and the scholars and this is in Saudi Arabia when it went very deep and it was my first time experiencing this felt that it was more important that her life be saved for her children rather than continue with this pregnancy so as you're saying it's better to have prevention there so I it was I don't know what happened with the prevention but it, it was a medical condition that she had had for years so um, maybe 
uh, some things it didn't happen prevention didn't ha- it, what, it, she did get pregnant I don't know what, what she was using but she did get pregnant but prevention is better than that situation where you have a life there and a mother who whose own life and she was really quite quite ill uh, but alhamdulillah she made a very good recovery after that and was able to go home and look after her other children alhamdulillah yeah alhamdulillah so uh, they uh, are like fatwas all over the world where actually in such conditions even coming up to you know the last extent which abortion which we think is like haram mm-hmm. is permissible um, so considering the prevention it would have not caused that much of harm to for her to go through the extent because I'm sure having abortion in that case would have been a bit of risk to her health yes. as well yeah so rather than reaching that complicated stage if we can prevent it a bit earlier on by doing something which is permissible I think is more beneficial to the woman mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there's different cases out there so there is women that are very seriously and are we just talking to women when we're d- d- on today's show and radio show I mean contraception is a topic is it, is it just for women no like <laughs> it's it's a family thing it's yeah. it, all the contraception should be discussed between the spouses so it, it should be a consensual thing it's not like if uh, a husband wants to do something and not have children mm-hmm. he can't force the, the wife to use something or uh, do something not to have babies it has to be a joint decision mm-hmm. and why they are doing it and what they are doing it and both of them have to be involved and they have to make a joint decision rather than women only going and making a decision that she should not be having baby at this point because she's looking after her a very young child and nursing a young child it should not be just her responsibility it should be a joint responsibility of the couple to make a decision yes her baby is six months old uh, and she has got let's say four or five children she needs a bit of spacing and mm. she needs a bit of time before she gets pregnant and both of them should have a discussion and come to a joint decision rather than just leaving it for the women to go and find something Uh, what she should be doing because sometimes I have seen people when when women are afraid of of using any kind of contraception because they think it's their own personal responsibility and they are going to do something which is not permissible which is haram and they take the whole onus of uh, that uh, Mm. contraception on herself rather than involving the partner Mm. which is I don't think is right because in Islam it's a joint whatever decision you are making it should be a joint decision and mm. it's both both, and both couples re- responsibility yes so both should discuss it and both responsibility and this is a topic that they should discuss together openly so it is not just for one or the other to make a decision actually it's something you, as you're saying for both to come together and have open discussions and um, probably when they get married initially have these discussions and continue these discussions as your family is growing because things do change of course and people's health differs definitely mm. yeah so it should be actually the first thing one of the few things which they should be discussing um, and we all know that you know that in Islam children are encouraged and we are we are encouraged to procreate and that's our purpose of our life mm-hmm. and more number of children or more number of pious children we have we have we will get ajr for it we'll get reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because we are raising children who are following Allah's rule and they are helping um to uh, they are helping to um, other people and you know they are expanding the deen so mm-hmm. that's one of the purpose for which marriage is made in Islam mm-hmm. rather than just a lust and 
enjoyment which we think in our like as a as a as a man and a, wo- a woman people think that you know marriage is yes it is a responsibility but it could be just for enjoyment what uh one of the purpose for marriage in islam is to procreate mm-hmm. and obviously in in the right way we have to do the right things as compared to um uh, someone where the purpose of marriage is to have lawful enjoyment hmm so it's very different there about the purposes there so maybe we should move on a little bit into uh looking at this topic and discussing the the variety of contraception or contraceptive methods out there um that people could choose from because there must be a, a variety of things from natural to artificial if i put it like yeah. this <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah yes so we can actually divide contraception into let's say temporary methods or reversible methods mm-hmm. or the permanent methods or the irreversible methods and the whole whole spectrum is very broad so the temporary methods can be the natural methods and which has been practiced some of the methods actually has been practiced um at the time of our prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and um he depends upon what was the purpose he didn't question so mm-hmm. that was a completely different thing mm-hmm. um and the temporary methods also has got the hormonal and the non-hormonal methods mm-hmm. so and the permanent will come to the permanent methods later on coming to the temporary methods the natural methods which you don't have to do anything it's uh, sometimes women have to be aware of when they are ovulating and usually a woman is considered fertile just 5 uh, days before her ovulation and a couple of days after her ovulation and there are lots of methods like looking into her body temperature um and things to find out when she's ovulating and avoiding that time to have uh, intercourse mm-hmm. there are other natural methods which is what we call as coitus interruptus which was practiced um at the time of prophet and then coming down to the temporary other temporary methods so in actual like medical contraception these are like they don't we do know that they are the natural methods but they focus more on the uh, temporary methods which could be barrier methods or the hormonal methods so the barrier methods as i said could be uh for male barrier method and the female barrier method which is a uh, most commonly used method of contraception and it's like 90% chances of it being successful and as muslim i think we should know that even if we use the best method of contraception which in scientific thing we uh, we say as permanent method has got some failure rate and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said whoever has to come will come so even we do the best method even if we are if we for example if we have uh, when we say when we uh, do permanent methods mm-hmm. for women we when we consent them for the procedure of sterilization mm-hmm. uh, we do tell them that you know there is a failure rate of 1 in 200 so one woman out of 200 in spite of getting this surgery done mm-hmm. can still get pregnant so i definitely agree with that from my midwifery again i can tell you i have delivered babies that 
were miracle babies, if you can call them that, because yeah. the women were sterilized or the men were sterilized and they thought they were never going to have another baby. But if Allah wants something, it will happen. Subhanallah. And from the other extent, I was uh, I've also come across women that were told they would never have babies naturally and they had babies as well. Yeah. Subhanallah. You know, it, if Allah has planned something, it, yeah. w- it will happen. Allah, mashallah, is the, you know, decides on what, it, what we're having. Definitely, no mm. question about it. So whatever, uh, to the extent we can progress in medicine and science, mm-hmm. still things which we think can't happen, still will happen because it has been uh, meant by, it has been decreed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm-hmm. So the same way, so everything has its failure rate um, and even the permanent methods had, has got its failure rate. Uh, so we were talking about uh, the methods like the temporary methods where mm-hmm. we spoke about the barrier methods and then coming down to the hormonal methods um, hormonal method is the most common kind of contraception used by women and it actually we artificially give them female hormone uh, and they can be of different types um, which some women have to take every day without gap or uh, women have to take with a, a gap Hmm. or they can have um, an injection or they can have something like an implant inserted in their body or they can have something like coil. So it's it's a wide spectrum. But the downside with the hormonal contraception is that they pee because it's hormone, it can disturb their own cycle and hmm. they can get some irregular bleeding and, you know, it can have some effect on their mood changes. Some women with some kind of contraception, they can have some depressive episode. But overall, um, uh, these uh, side effects are not major, but then they can still have. And it is also considered we also have to look into the person specific who wants to have these contraception because someone who has got high risk for having clots uh, because they increase the risk of having clots in legs and lungs. So or having a stroke or or breast cancer and things like that. So it's there, there is a wide wide range of side effects mm. but it's usually uh, okay for lots of women and for high-risk women uh, we even as a, a physician we have to look into what problem she has and she can't have these kind of contraception because of the side effects uh, profile so you have to be kind of care more careful with this there's more of a background more medical research around this uh, or interventions is, is what is suitable and what is not suitable indeed for that particular couple that particular uh, husband and wife and and, and um, specifically for her for her health reasons definitely yeah mm. it's um, we can't make a blanket rule for someone that you can have this and you can have that and mm-hmm. it also depends why they are doing it and uh, for how long they want the contraception for Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a lot of information there indeed, and we just want to uh, remind our listeners that you're tuned into Unity FM 93.5. This is Parenting Hour. We are talking about contraception this evening. It's a topic that we feel is important for uh, married couples and families to know about. Um, may Not all families may want to listen to this evening's programme, especially if they have small children in the car with them or whatever. They may feel embarrassed, may feel that they're too young to know about something like we're talking about. Um, that's up to you indeed if every if, if if listeners do want to switch off that is fine uh, for this evening's show we won't hold it against anybody but it is something that a lot of our listeners are telling us they do want to know about that they uh, feel 
embarrassed to go and ask somebody and they want to know from an Islamic perspective of what is this topic and what are the different varieties of contraception out there for them as, as they raise their family, as their family grow. Uh, so Dr. Alifa from Hatlands University has kindly come here, mashallah, to give up her time to talk about this. You've got a wide range of experience, mashallah, you working day in and day out with women, mainly from our Muslim community. I know where Hartlands is based, right in the heart of the Muslim community, mashallah. And they come constantly, I'm sure, talking to you, probably because you're another female doctor, they feel more open to be able to talk to you as a Muslim hijabi doctor, mashallah, as well. Yeah, Alhamdulillah, like I think uh, it's a blessing that I'm working in a place where I can serve uh, uh, the Ummah. And sometimes when there are women who who are having their fourth or fifth baby and they all had like cesarean section. And we as healthcare professionals, after they have two cesarean sections, we are bound to ask them about like permanent method of uh, contraception or to go for sterilization. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they, they, because they see a Muslim pro- healthcare professional, they outrightly ask me, do you think it's it's something permissible? Uh, or do you think it's halal if I go for permanent method of contraception? Because it's something which we all think and which we all uh, understand in broad understanding that something which is not permissible. Um, I'm no one to give a fatwa on what is mm-hmm. permissible or what is not permissible. Um, in broad terminology, s- uh, things are permissible uh, in Islamically is what is to when when you have got a very young child when you have to nurse the child and you want to use some kind of contraception which hasn't got lots of ex- effect on your body because the other thing is uh, your body is a trust from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so you're not allowed to harm your body by any means or way mm-hmm. and sometimes by using some of these contraception um, we have got some side effects on the body so we have to be be careful about it as well so as far as we are not damaging our body as far as our intention is to space the pregnancy um, people say that you know contraception can be used for some period of time coming down to the permanent methods if mm-hmm. it's life-threatening as we had the discussion earlier about that mm-hmm. a woman has got a condition where if she gets pregnant um, it could be life-threatening for her um, then uh, there are fatwas to say that you know it's it's allowed and it's because it's it's preventing her from from dying mm-hmm. um, if people don't want to go for permanent methods there are some long-term acting methods which are which like has also got plus and minus point which can be used um, like in terms of coil and uh, like implant but then the effect like who is doing the coil for you because then the discussion about exposing our aura to mm. someone who we are not expo- we are not supposed to mm. that comes into uh, discussion as well so it's it, it is a bit complicated but mm-hmm. then when someone who has got few number of cesarean section and then there is complication that when she's going for the surgery she might end up with lots of complication in that case they they can think about it and can discuss it with someone mm-hmm. who can give them um, uh, some uh, suggestions about it and help them with it Good. So a, it's a big topic, mashallah. Um, a lot to discuss, a lot to think about, and I can see why 
couples, especially women, come to you, you know, I'm sure Allah, professional doctor, Muslim doctor out there, alhamdulillah, and they can ask you in, in confidence about decisions to make. And of course, you, like other doctors, whether they're Muslim or not Muslim, you're there to give the, the, the variety of methods that's available. And as you said, you're not a shit there to give them a fat of what to do. So you have to treat each one individually to know what's best for them from a medical perspective, because that's, that's your profession. So that you go through it from medical, but you're alhamdulillah that you have also that religious knowledge there. Uh, if because if they went to another doctor that wasn't uh, a Muslim, they may not know the religious knowledge about that. As with other faiths, there is different uh, perspective also on contraception, and some faiths do not allow it at all, mm. and other faiths do allow it. So there's there's a big variety there of uh, in, in faith-wise whether it's allowed or not allowed. Yeah. Alhamdulillah, as a Muslim, I think that we are so blessed Mm. because, yes, there are other faiths where it's like completely impermissible, whatever the case is. But we have got the option that uh, if it's life threatening to the mother, then even thing which we think is impermissible becomes permissible at that point of time, which is not the condition. It's not the case in other faiths sometimes. Yes, there are faiths where there is, uh, you know, they have no objection, but uh, there, there are other practicing faiths where, where they are completely against it and they they don't even believe that if there is any health reason or uh, any health problem or life-threatening case for, for the mother, they don't believe in it. Uh, so in that uh, scenario, I feel like it's a blessing that mm. uh, Allah Taala is so kind on us and he's, he's so rahim on us that mm. uh, we have got this blessing that at least we have got the choice uh, that we can choose it. MashaAllah. And I think we're going to go into those choices a bit more in detail after the commercial break. You, I know you've mentioned them all very broadly, but we will go into it a little bit more detail about uh, more commonly used ones, etc., and the pros and cons. And that's all we want to give our listeners here is the, the pluses and the negative things of, for using them because everybody needs to discuss this. There's different situations and we advise them to go to their doctor and then discuss it in more detail with their doctors, inshallah. So listeners, um, if you're tuned into us still and this is a topic that you're really interested in and and um, glad that we are doing it on air, it would be good to uh, ring in the studio and inform them of that indeed um, because it, it is something that uh, a lot of people have come to us and want to know more information. So do tune in to us again after this commercial break. Assalamu